0: Simple Life Together, Episode 50, the top 20 websites to simplify your
1: life. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes.
0: And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Well, on the last episode of the show, we talked all about living the life of your dreams and defining what freedom is to you. Well, today is a big show for us, and hopefully you too. It's our 50th episode of Simple Life Together, and we thought we'd do a quick recap of how we got started, and then pass on to you our list of some of the top blogs that influenced us along the way. So let's get right to the main topic, okay? All
1: righty, let's go. You know, we have so many resources available to us these days that sometimes it's, it's kind of hard to separate the wheat from the chaff, as the saying goes. And it's nice to have one source that you can go to in whatever interest category that you have. I go to Lifehacker a lot. We'll talk about Lifehacker in a bit. They bring in all these different things mm-hmm. that I can go to them and I don't have to follow 30 other blogs. So what we wanted to do was we wanted to put together an episode and talk about some of our favorite websites and blogs that helped us on our journey, and still do. So we talked about many of these before, and heck, we've even had some of the blog authors on the show. <laughs> right. But we wanted this show to kind of be a tribute to them and also serve as a resource for you. Because, you know, like you said, it's our 50th.
0: Right. You That's know, a big show. So we'll be able to go through some of these uh, top blogs and just... Kind of just explain why we enjoy them so much and how we are introduced to them and yeah. things like that. We're just going to tell you a little bit about them. Yeah,
1: and so. if you get a chance, uh, visit them and, uh, you know, maybe you'll be inspired like we were. And uh, it all really started around 2008. When, we're
0: Living in Tampa. Florida. Yeah, we
1: just moved to Tampa and... Um, I don't know. Something was going on with me, I know. And long story short, I had like 17 or 18 big old, they're called kit bags, big green kit bags of military gear Mm -hmm. that I had been hauling around. And I've told this story a little bit, I think, before and way earlier in the show. But I had been hauling these things around thinking that, well, someday I'm going to use them just in case my son wanted to use them. You know, And, and I really got to it, it just got to me one day. I was like, "Man, I'm sick of dragging these things around the world." Mm-hmm. And it's, at that point, I guess it was 25 years of collecting different gear and and all that. And I was just like, "I'm never going to use this stuff." And so I just started just purging all that stuff. And uh, I gave a lot of the gear away to the the ROTC cadets at uh, you know at the University of South Florida where I was mm-hmm. teaching. And so you know, hopefully it would go to a good cause. Right. And um, but that led me to just looking around and trying to to simplify things a little bit. And as I was searching around, the and there may have been others, but this is the first conscious site that I remember taking my laptop, this huge like nineteen pound Visio laptop, over to our um our island in the kitchen. And I said to Vanessa, I was like, I was like, babe, check out this website and it was zen habits zen and, habits, and that's leo right. babautis and and this was again around 2008 and i was just like man i love the layout i love the message that this guy is talking about mm-hmm. and uh, i really kind of got hooked on simplifying things at that point right and it always i've mentioned this too before but it always motivated me back in the day when i could put everything i owned in my duffel bag and just you know <laughs> go to another Place in the world and and pick mm-hmm. up and start over yeah. and uh,
0: well I remember you bringing that to that island like yeah. you said and it was it was neat of course Dan and I really like streamlined look of things and so the aesthetics of the site they were very simple yeah which I like. but then. You can see how it was kind of like a journal, I guess, on his way to simplify his life. I mean, he was overweight. um,
1: A smoker. A
0: smoker, just in a job that he just was, he was a writer or a journalist or something like that. I can't remember exactly, but he was just, you know, just trying to kind of, he was just kind of documenting things and how he could change his life. He became a vegetarian and started running a lot. I mean,
1: quit smoking, obviously.
0: And so he was doing some things. He just found out like simplicity was kind of the answer for him. And long story short, he has a family of six children. They moved to San Francisco from Guam. They got rid of practically all of their possessions and went without a car. They yeah. have no car now. Yeah. And I thought that was incredibly inspiring to have a family that large and to be able to pick up and move and leave your possessions behind. Now this is fast forward to 2011 or 12, I yeah. think is when that happened. And um but we have gotten a chance to meet him in person twice. Yeah. And he is just such a calm, nice, sweet person and just his whole story is just very, very inspiring, and we met him at WDS, yeah. the World Domination Summit, the first one that we went to, and he was actually a speaker there. And I think he was just an attendee at the the last one, wasn't he? I
1: think so, yeah. But mm-hmm. we talked to him uh, the first year. We had the we called it the class in the grass. It was just so hot. The little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was there's maybe twenty of us, and uh, and it was so hot in the little classroom that we were supposed to be in, and we just all just moved out to this little park uh, there in Portland mm-hmm. and had the class there. It was really neat.
0: And then the last, well, this past summer, we were dancing with his wife, you know, (laughs) we're all out there dancing. But it's just, um, if there's any place to start, that was the start for us. It could be the start uh, for you. Probably many of the listeners out there probably already know about it. I would imagine, right, yeah. Dan? <laughs>
1: but if not, certainly check it out.
0: Yeah, it's a great Yeah, great so blog. that's
1: um, at zenhabits.net. And as so that's the start. But we wanted to kind of categorize these things. So we're going to start off with the category of minimalism. Then we're going to move into simplicity. And that also has a little bit of organizing mixed with it as well. Mm-hmm. And then the next category would be lifestyle. And finally, we'll have life hacking, productivity, and tech. Mm-hmm. And then if we have time, maybe we'll throw a few bonus sites in all there right. as well. All right. So uh, let's start off with minimalism. And Vanessa, why don't you go first?
0: Sure. So Becoming Minimalist by Joshua Becker. Of course, we had him on the show, and we did an interview with him. And he, we actually met him at World Domination Summit. It's funny. We met a lot of these folks at World Domination Summit. And he was up there speaking with um, a couple of other folks. But he just, was again, told his story about how he just really wanted to simplify his life and was tired of managing stuff instead of spending time with his family. He is actually... Just recently gone to becoming full-time writer. Um, he's got a couple of books out there, uh, Simplify, and um, I can't think of the other one on top of my head right now, but we can put links in the show notes. But fantastic, inspiring person talking about how, and he calls it becoming minimalist because he's stating that it's a process. It's not just something that happens overnight. It's a process.
1: His episode is um, episode 11, so you can go check out episode 11 to listen to our conversation with him. And so the next one we already talked about was uh, Zen Habits with Leo Babauta. So we won't get back into that again, but I would really encourage when you do go to Zen Habits, he has a little start here. And it's really nice to be able to kind of follow along with his journey and some of what he considers his top posts. So check out zenhabits.net.
0: And the next one under minimalism is The Minimalists. And this is Joshua Fields Milburn and Ryan Nicodemus. And these two, they tell their story. They were buddies growing up as kids. And then, um, and then one of them decided to just he just one day just kind of figured out that it just wasn't worth it. All this stuff just wasn't worth it. The debt, you know, the cars, the big house and job and all this good stuff. And he just he was just chasing money. And he just decided to just let it all go. And uh, and then shortly after, his buddy followed him. And so they are very, very popular. And matter of fact, I think we're going to go to one of their meetups here in San Antonio next yeah, year. Yeah, it's in the
1: spring, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah.
0: so we're really excited to we've met them again. He They spoke with joshua becker they did like a combined um little uh breakout session, yeah. yeah they had like a little breakout session at world domination summit and so that year that we went that was the first year that we're talking about really simplifying that I was the,
1: yeah the first year um it wasn't the time when we were actually when we were flying in when we made the decision okay boom this is it we know we want a simpler life oh yeah it okay. was year one when we actually were in the breakout session with them i think wasn't i
0: guess it? you know you're right and i think for me I was just inspired because I know that a lot of organizers or there's a a group of organizers kind of like me that like to kind of simplify even more. And I was just I think I was just intrigued about minimalism, not really knowing that (laughs) that was going to be kind of. Inspiring for us in our life. But uh, those guys have some great content that they put out there about minimalism.
1: Right. So that's the minimalism category. Becoming minimalist, zen habits, and the minimalists. And so let's move on to the simplicity category. And the first one that I had listed there was Midway Simplicity with Muhammad Tahami. And we've been on his show. And uh, you can find that on YouTube if you just search for Midway Simplicity. Mm -hmm. And I also linked to that on our site, uh, so if you go to simplelifetogether.com, dot com, just search for a visit with Muhammad Tahami or Midway Simplicity on simplelifetogether.com, dot com, and a post will come up, and there'll be the YouTube interview with Tahami in there, and he is such a nice guy, mm-hmm. and. He is, by trade, a motivational speaker in uh, in Cairo, and he started Midway Simplicity a few years ago, and I was just kind of taken with uh, his writing style. He has very good guest posts on there. His posts are different from ours in a lot of ways. As his are shorter and more concise. I just don't write that good yet, <laughs> you know, as far as <laughs> getting what I want to say in a nice tight package. And, um And I think he does a really good job of that. And I love his interviews. So he's got a great YouTube channel as well. So he's got a couple of seasons of uh, different projects. and, uh, And the one that we were on was a project called midway decluttering so looking forward to uh Mm -hmm. that when he puts those together at the end of the year like in one package i don't know how he'll do that with video the one he did before was with blog posts right and so he was able to make an ebook out of it so we'll see but great great site again it's midway simplicity (laughs) and of course the next one is value of simple with joel zaslovsky now joel we've become good friends with joel yes joel is such a great guy and he's really, really leading some some really cool efforts within the, the Simplicity community that I'm going to get to in future shows. But one of the things that really inspires me about Joel is that he was so dedicated to putting his information out there that he left a very, very lucrative position mm-hmm. and... You know, took that chance to start his blog and his podcast, which is called Smart and Simple Matters. And so he's just putting his heart and soul into this effort. And he's a great friend of ours and has just, and he's really, his specialization is curating. Yes. And what else, babe? You know, because you geek out with him too on this now. Oh, the
0: spreadsheets? Spreadsheets, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so if you have uh, any time at all, I would certainly look up Joel Zaslowski at the dot com. Yes. Great, great blog.
0: His uh, podcast is probably my personal favorite. Yeah. Outside of Simple Life Together. Just saying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And so the next Simplicity blog is Be More With Less by Courtney Carver. And we've been kind of following her for a while and then got the chance to meet her again at WDS along with... Uh, joel and josh becker and yeah so that was really nice having a little outdoor lunch but uh, courtney is just she's a beautiful writer it's just like when you read her blog articles it's just so calming um and of course she was the inspiration behind project 333 that we have just recently embarked on um to edit our wardrobe down to 33 items that we're going to wear for just three months and so it's a challenge but it really opens up your mind to a lot of things so that is be more with less by courtney carver
1: and then the next one we have is Simple Life Reboot with Cheryl and Dave Balthrop. And they're kind of new on scene, but wow, they have such good articles, good yeah. posts. And well, first of all, I guess it's kind of rare to have husband and wife teams. You know, <laughs> that's what we get a lot is, right. is rare to have a husband and wife team like that. And we really enjoy their articles. Mm-hmm. And, you know, well, it's...
0: neat how sometimes you just instantly connect with someone exactly and exactly. I think that's kind of we've never talked like over the phone or anything like that it's just mostly tweets and things like that but it's just when you feel like someone's on the same wavelength as you and that's kind of how we feel yeah and, Cheryl and Dave
1: and and that's the other thing about this community is we all strive to be very helpful mm-hmm. on things like Twitter you know blast out each other's posts and and podcasts and so forth and that's
0: kind of what happens when you become passionate about something whether it's your art or a lifestyle when you see the changes that it makes in you and how it can affect others that you care about. And you just kind of want to share it with the world. And I think that's kind of what our community does. Yeah, I think so too.
1: (laughs) And up next is Slow Your Home with Brooke McCallery. And I think that I I just love her attitude. All right. Uh She has got such good attitude in the way that she writes that I love somebody who can take a subject and put it out there, be a little bit... You know, be humorous and a tiny bit sarcastic because I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? And I tend to do that myself. And I think, Brooke does that in an incredible way and mm-hmm. I really really enjoy her site
0: yeah it's just like okay yeah I get it that makes sense yeah. to me I like
1: it and I had this is something I had absolutely no idea when we came up with I didn't forget it to edit 2013 things from your life in 2013 I saw that she was she had a 2013 and 2013 challenge too oh yeah that's, and then yeah, and then <laughs> I was like oh my gosh and then I realized that she did the same thing in 2012 so she was way ahead of the game of course we had just started at the the end of 2012, yeah. but I wasn't following her at the, at that time. But when I, I was actually doing research for our stuff when I came across Slow Your Home. So she was ahead of us on that game, that's for sure. <laughs> but, um, it was just so cool. It's, I guess it's one of those great minds think alike type things, sure. you know, I don't uh-huh. want to say I got a great mind, but you know what I'm saying. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just, it's just so funny how we all kind of get to these certain points in our life and just happened to come up with that same idea as well. So, right. yeah.
0: Well, one of my favorites under the simplicity category that we're talking about right now, but kind of moves into organizing, is Unclutterer. And this is by Erin Dolan and her staff. And we started following her back in probably 2008. Um, It's been around for a while. But this one is just kind of fun. Again, it's short articles, a lot about organizing. But one of our favorite things about this uh, blog is that they have Unitasker Wednesday. I
1: love Unitasker Wednesday. And it's
0: just (laughs) hilarious because they just feature some type of product. A lot of the readers will make suggestions or they find something as they're scouring the internet. And they'll find these products that's just something that seems kind of ridiculous that can only be used for one task and one task only. So they call them unitaskers. And so now, of course, that has caught on to us. So sometimes when Dana and I are shopping or just kind of looking around, we go, oh, that's a unitasker, unitasker. I take pictures of unitaskers. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. But that is like the highlight of the week is to see what's, it's unitasker Wednesday. Let's see what crazy product is out there this time. Man. So and I think they make jest, but they're trying to just point out the fact that we will buy anything. You know, folks out there will convince us to buy anything, even if it's not multifunctional. It's just something it that uses
1: one pain, one, one pain, pain only, only and, and you only, Yeah,
0: you might use it once a year type of a thing, yeah. you know. So it's just, it's comical, but the point of it is to make you really think do you really need that
1: and a lot of times those things are uh, if you buy it now you get the other one free just pay separate shipping and processing
0: okay another one that i love is i heart organizing and this is kind of eye candy But it's this gal. Her name is Jen Jones. And she she just is really she wanted to be an organizer and have her own organizing business. But she's a stay at home mom of three boys. And she loves, like me, just trying to make things more efficient, but also beautiful. And most of her stuff is do it yourself. Pretty much all of it is. And so it's just really kind of inspiring. So for the crafty, creative type that likes to do it yourself, um, she has a really good site. But if you're interested more in the organizing stuff, you could just simply type in top organizing blogs, and you will see a list that pop. And just click on any of those up there. But that was one that really kind of sticks to mind that I, I like to follow. Like I said, it's a little bit of eye candy, but it's a little inspiring too. You
1: me. mean in a good way? In right? a good yeah, way, yeah, yeah. In
0: a good yeah. way, you can take something simple but make it you know pretty um, on a budget. So I like that. Very
1: cool. So that rounds up our simplicity websites with a little bit of organizing stuff mixed in. Right. That was Midway Simplicity, Value of Simple, Be More with Less. Simple Life Reboot, Slow Your Home, Unclutterer, and I Heart Organizing. Yeah. And so we're gonna move into I called this category lifestyle because it didn't deal specifically with simplicity or what have you, but it just generally about lifestyle. And so why don't you hit the first couple?
0: Okay, so the first one here is The Simple Year by Carrie Rifle, and now that has been passed on to Candace Bridges. So we actually interviewed Carrie, and honestly, I forgot how we ended up connecting. If it was something that Dan had found, or she had commented on the blog, or I forgot how it happened, but we had kind of linked up, and there was an instant connection because her husband is a pilot in the Air Force, and so the military background, there's an instant connection. But while he was deployed, she decided to kind of live that year without buying anything new. And so she documents her journey. But like Dan said, he likes a little bit of that humor and that sarcasm. Oh, she was full of it. She was cracking me up when I'm reading her <laughs> posts and stuff. So what I liked about that is that she had a challenge. It was like sometimes you got to, when you have this idea of how you want your life to look or kind of try something new, you got to do a challenge. And right. so she stood true to that challenge. And for so the it was buying nothing
1: new for a year. By right?
0: nothing new. It's yeah. not saying that she didn't buy some things, but she was trying to get things that were donated or that were gently used. So she would go, I guess, goodwill or you know borrow and all that kind of good stuff so she kind of just documented that whole journey and so there were some challenges with the kids for school year stuff and clothes and things like that but she made it happen and and, uh, and you can it. hear a
1: lot of that backstory too at simple life together.com slash zero two five is the episode with carrie
0: Now, the next one under lifestyle is Prolific Living by Farnoosh Brock. And we talk about Farnoosh all the time because she has also become a dear friend of ours. Before we met her, we met her at the First World Domination Summit back in 2010, I believe. 11. That's right. It's 11, 12, and 13. Yeah,
1: and then we met her on the train from PDX to to our hotel.
0: That's right. Dan had heard about her. She was just starting her journey, I believe, as far as leaving her corporate world. She had been blogging and stuff before that, but then she had left a pretty lucrative job, and she was doing great with that, but she decided that she wanted to follow her passions and her goals, and she's a fantastic writer. Um, Her lifestyle, she's been to the juicing, and we've interviewed her for, for juicing, and she's just inspiring, all she's, around inspiring. She's like this
1: renaissance gal, right? Yeah. So she left her job and started her website. And she's also produced products and has courses on helping other people to do that. You yes. Know? Not just to, just to prep yourself to launch or prep yourself to ask for that promotion. So she helps on the business side. And then she really, really took off with her juicing book. Mm-hmm. And we talk all about that in uh, simplelifetogether.com slash 019. And specifically about the juicing, but that's also launched into her publisher said you got to do a green smoothies bible. <laughs> yes, right? so so that'll be coming out soon, like a healthy
0: smoothie bible, I right. think is what What's going to be called? Yeah.
1: And she also did the daily interactive podcast, and she just doesn't have time to do that anymore.
0: Oh, but man, but if was, you can, if you have a chance to listen to yeah. her episodes, I mean, just her voice period is just so calming. I feel, I feel like I'm just going through this relaxing Zen state when I listen to her talk. But it's all practical advice. It's basically kind of of the daily interactive um, pockets and so she's talking about just different tips on how to interact or
1: communicate to well communicate and, yep.
0: well and so she has a lot of different great interviews too with other people it is fantastic and,
1: that, and some of that's internal dialogue too you know yeah. which is which is always helpful and we also kind of live vicariously through her and her husband andy as they travel around the world because they do a <laughs> lot of traveling <laughs> they do so we just kind of you know close our eyes and pretend we're farnoosh and andy every once in a while <laughs> and traveling through istanbul and shopping in the market or looking through the market think she bought anything yeah
0: Yeah, the safaris in Africa it's like oh man that looks so cool
1: yeah so check out Farnoosh Brock at prolificliving.com and next up is I've mentioned this a few times I'm a tiny house guy
0: yes he is I am he's still working on me I'm
1: still working on you (laughs) a little bit at a time chipping away but Alex Pino has tiny house talk and he puts out an awful lot of links about tiny houses and I'm on his email list of course I'm on I think almost all of these email lists I uh, and i find Follow these folks, and he has a lot of links to little tiny houses, and a lot of them have videos. And he reposts a lot of other people's content on there, just to show different ways of setting up these tiny houses and small houses. and And I was also a part of. Um, he had a online forum, and it's just a lot of little stuff about little houses you know <laughs> and i love efficiency and it's not necessarily that i love small so much but i love to make small work it really stems from my time living in japan in like a 300 square foot or i forget exactly what it was to be candid 3 or 400 square foot home um, apartment but it was just so efficient it was mm-hmm. so efficient and i really like to see people tap into efficiency so there's just not waste I like things in their place. And if it's small and everything can be in its place and it's peaceful, all the better. Well, I
0: know that you really, you like that. And I know that that was kind of inspiring. You always told me about your time in Japan. But you always say... I want to be able to still live big in a small space. Yeah. And sometimes looking at these different small houses, and you don't feel like you're cramped or like you're missing out on things. And especially when you hear like some stories of folks that do live in these small places, how much time they feel like they have outside of that, like their home isn't taking up all their time and energy and all that. Your whole mantra is like, I want to still live big, but in a small space.
1: Yeah, and ideally, I guess maybe, I don't know if it's just in my head, to be honest, but when you go on vacation somewhere, you know, your hotel room or wherever you're staying, that's important. But it doesn't make or break the vacation. It's the things you do outside of that room that really forge your experiences, right. unless your room is just a nightmare, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you get out of that room, you come back to sleep, but during the day you're on excursions and enjoying the local area or hitting the beach or hiking mm-hmm. or walking trails, whatever, you know. And that's just, that's what I want a house to be like. That's right. it's a place to go back to and it's home and it's a safe place, but it's not our whole world. and. You know, speaking of tiny homes, that leads us into the next one.
0: Right. Rowdy Kittens by Tammy Strobel. She's another tiny house liver, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: however you yeah.
0: want to say it. But uh she's very inspiring. She's definitely, uh, she's a minimalist and she takes some beautiful photos too. Yeah. Um,
1: she has some photo courses too.
0: Yeah, she is. Um Yeah, she's pretty amazing. But it's just, again, another inspiring blog about how you can live big in a small place and she's also she's out of Portland right or is that what she's
1: I think she is out of Portland and as we were kind of following her through these years of uh, WDS I also remember about going without a car remember the big step of getting rid of their car
0: oh yeah I forgot about that yeah which we're thinking about
1: (laughs) yeah well at least at least one of them
0: one of them we are seriously thinking about it
1: yeah but we have to keep one because I would look really silly dragging around our teardrop trailer (laughs) <laughs> without a car, yeah, you know? it's not it's like, quite a
0: rickshaw, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's not going to happen. <laughs> You're strong like bull, but I don't know uh, that you can pull right. that. That's right, you no know baby. So. Okay, so another blog that I like is Apartment Therapy, and I just like this one because you know most apartments are small, and so it just has a lot of just different ideas on how to. Decorate a small space. And I know I'm talking about the decorating stuff, but that's important to me, too, as far as Aesthetics, yeah. I like aesthetics, and I like things to uh, make you feel comfortable at home. And whether that's with your personal decorations or decorations that have a dual purpose, that's ideal. That's kind of how Dana and I like. We like to design with a purpose. And so a lot of it's kind of cute, but if they take advantage and they showcase small places to show you how you can uh, make them more useful and more efficient and we were on there once, I think, with our office, right? They were yeah, still in our, our small office space. <laughs> our
1: office was on Apartment Therapy. Yeah. Well, it was it was on the Herman Miller blog. The Life Work blog. Yeah, Herman Miller Life Work blog. And then, then Apartment Therapy wanted to pick it up, so they picked it up. So mm-hmm. it was about how we built our office. Yeah. So, And we have posts on that on uh, SimpleLifeTogether.com as well. But I like the IKEA hacks that they have on there. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Because,
1: I don't know, IKEA <laughs> is one of those things that you either love IKEA or you hate IKEA. But I just love, again, it really boils down to efficiency. Even the just the business model of flat packing and things like that. Yes, it does take a, a mechanical engineering degree to put a lot of things together. <laughs> but, but I actually like that. That's a challenge for me. And so I just love... To see how people take something that IKEA makes a basic product and then do something to it to make it do something totally different, yeah. And so that just uh, that blows me away. I love innovation, so I see a lot of that on Apartment Therapy.
0: Well, what's the next one?
1: Well, this one again falls under the lifestyle category. It's the last one in the lifestyle category, and it's Forty Eight Days by Dan Miller. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about Dan a lot and how much he's influenced me personally, and and then us as a family. And again, he's a mentor of mine, even though I've never met him. And I've learned so much. I look forward to seeing him at New Media Expo, and just to say thanks, you know. But without his blog, which he's become, he's blogging more and more now, um, but it was mostly his podcast. That's what I initially uh, listened to. And then Of course, his books, 48 Days to the Work You Love and No More Mondays, and he has others as well. You can find all of that at 48days.com. And then he has a super vibrant community at 48days.net, which I'm a member of as well. And just tons of information out there about making that switch from, making the switch to doing what you really love.
0: Right. And it's very practical, but he's also very candid in a lot of situations. He's just very honest about situations and he'll take... um. Examples of folks that he's working with, or, you know, I guess listener questions and things like that. And he offers the advice on the podcast and on his blog and stuff too. But what I like about him is that he says, okay, it can be your passion, and he really wants you to pursue your passion. But if it's not profitable, it's not going to sustain your lifestyle, then it may not be a good idea too. As a business, so, yeah. As yeah. a business. So he does give practical advice too. So he's straightforward, but at the same time, very compassionate and, uh, and caring and thoughtful. So yeah. I really love his, his books and his podcast and his blog.
1: And you know, even just the title, Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love, it doesn't automatically mean you gotta work for yourself. He's very open about if you find the job that you love to do and you wanna work for somebody else, great. Mm-hmm. But if that is not in your DNA or you kinda grow out of that uh if it is in your DNA and you just wanna change things up a little bit, he helps with that as well. So it's just a, a great resource and it certainly helped uh us along the way. So that wraps up the lifestyle category. And again, that was the simple year, prolific living, tiny house talk, rowdy kittens, apartment therapy, and 48 days. And I think we'll move on to life hacking, productivity, and tech. That's great. all one category. All right. And I wanted to start off with our buddy, Brooks Duncan from documentsnap.com. Yeah. And he's just has great references for if you want to go paperless in your life.
0: Yeah, he is the man. Well, he goes,
1: and he doesn't like to say paperless. Uh, he likes to say going digital. Going because digital. I think it's a foregone conclusion. There are some things that are always going to be in paper form, like important certificates and so forth. That's right. But we talked to Brooks in back in episode six. So com slash 006, all about going paperless right. or digital.
0: That was a very popular episode, too, because I think we're all very interested in going more digital, or most of us are, or we're a little bit afraid of it, but he kind of walks you through a lot of your apprehension, but gives you some great, just great tools and great references on on how you can start that process and going in going paperless or digital. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so that's documentsnap.com. And the next one I had down was uh, the four-hour work week Uh, By Tim Ferriss, of course. Yeah. I mention that a lot. It's a, to me, it's a seminal book on changing your life and living life more the way you want to live. Mm -hmm. It has, and you can, if you read through that, you'll read through and say, wow, now I see what, uh, where Dan got that. A lot of what I put out here certainly is an original (laughs) thought. You know, I'd contemplate and pass that on, but, you know, we all get our information from somewhere. And this is one of the original uh, places where I started getting information about it back in 2008. Mm -hmm. So I was already thinking about, you know, when you're in a job getting ready for retirement, you talk about it as the afterlife. I was already thinking about what I was going to do in the afterlife and what I really enjoyed. And uh, reading through the four-hour work week really put some things in perspective that kind of got the ball rolling that led to a life of simplicity and, and so forth. So, that is definitely worth checking out. And uh, there's also links to Tim's other four hour stuff on there. And he's actually got a TV show coming out, The Tim Ferris Experiment. It's coming out on HLN.
0: Oh, that's cool. It used to be
1: headline news. So, uh, check that out as well.
0: <laughs> you need to check out his hard boiled egg trick. Yeah. I did, I did actually, I did a video on this.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: how to peel a hard boiled egg without like peeling it with your fingers. Yeah. You actually
1: poke little holes in the poke,
0: end. Yeah, you poke holes on each end of the, after you boil it. And then, uh, and you use, I think it's baking soda yeah. in the water and then you blow it out of, I think the narrow end and then it blows out the, the wider egg, end yeah. and the shell, if you do everything right, the shell stays intact right. in your hand and the hard boiled egg comes out. Pops out.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a blow gun for eggs. Right. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's really kinda neat. We'll have to put a link to that in the
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the
0: show notes. But he's just a just a life hacker extraordinaire.
1: Yeah. Speaking of life hacker.
0: The next one under this category of life hacking productivity and tech is LifeHacker, which is an extremely, extremely popular
1: blog. Yeah, it is.
0: But it's really, it's really kind of neat. It can get pretty technical, and it can be very, very simple stuff for folks like me that need it broken down simply. <laughs> but just really cool tips on there. They've actually invited me to be Ask the Expert a couple of times for organizing, which was crazy. I mean, we're just typing away real fast trying to answer these questions because it's kind of like a live chat question. Like, like a chat, yeah. Yeah, yeah live yep. Q&A type of thing online. And so they just really have some pretty amazing, cool tips and just hacking tips, and I really like that.
1: And up next, we have Digitwirl. And that's by uh, Carly Knobloch and her staff there at Digitwirl. And she has awesome videos and great tech tips. And I think it was originally kind of focused. I think it was originally, she was originally gearing
0: her stuff towards like busy moms and how to make tech simple for for moms, stay-at-home moms, busy moms, and so on. But she has really kind of branched out. And I think you actually met her at... Evernote trunk, right? I did.
1: I met her, at, yeah, at Evernote.
0: And that was before, she. now she's on TV. She's like a regular on TV, and I think she's branched out her blog into something else. Anyhow, she's become pretty big. And
1: that does not surprise me a bit, because she is so dynamic, and, and her videos are fun, and they're she's fun. got lots of personality, and, and they're visually beautiful, too. Right. So she has a great team of folks that are putting that stuff together. Mm-hmm. So and that, again, is digitwirl.com. So that really wraps it up for lifehacking, productivity, and tech. And again, that was Document Snap, 4-Hour Work Workweek, Lifehacker, and we rounded it out with DigiTwirl. So that's our top 20 list of uh, websites that kind of influence us that we still follow and we still pass on information from. That's right. But we have a couple of bonus ones that really didn't fit in a category, so we wanted to Kind of add those on at the end.
0: Yeah. Still
1: great sites. And the first one is michaelhyatt.com. And that's Mike Hyatt and his team. We've talked lots about Michael Hyatt and especially with his life plan. But he also has fantastic tech tips and just his uh, uh, his different workflows. If you like to write or uh, you are a leader in your organization, mm-hmm. he has a lot of leadership information. So it really could have fit under lifestyle, but I wanted to break it out separately because he hits so many different areas. He
0: does. He does. And, you know, the leadership stuff, I think everybody is a leader in some form or way in their lives. And I think he just gives some practical tips on that, you know, whether it's with family, with, with other coworkers and all that kind of stuff, communication. Uh, but he he's a productivity kind of hack too sometimes. I mean, he is a pretty productive person <laughs> the way yeah. he's managed a lot. And of course, his background kind of forces you to do that. He was the former CEO of Nelson Publishing, right? Yeah,
1: Thomas Nelson Books. Oh, yeah sell some yeah, books yeah.
0: and uh, so anyway, he has just just a whole spectrum of things from from tech productivity, leadership, communication, you know your life plan, lots and lots of things, and I um, mean he does it in such a professional way that is just kind of inspiring. Another blog that I follow is real simple, and um, I just real simple, obviously the title is kind of enticing to me. I really like them just because they do have just a lot of simple tips, but I have to warn you, there are a lot of ads that you have to kind of go through. Um, But sometimes when I get um, the feeds, they have like the, here's a checklist for you to make Thanksgiving meal planning a little bit easier. Or here's a checklist to make your spring cleaning a little bit easier. So I do like checklists because I'm a checklist kind of a person. So I do like that. Um, You just have to kind of weed through some of the advertisements. But that's one that I've followed for years and I still do.
1: And that's uh, the online version of Real Simple Magazine here in the States, Mm -hmm. right? Okay. And I think the last one that we have is one called On the Green Road with uh Ryan Reinhart and Brenda Doherty and I think it was back in episode two we mentioned that uh we actually got turned on to juicing. I was reading I followed their blog and the back the backstory there is they uh they sold their place and they had a um, an old airstream that they completely remodeled and made green and they had some sponsors and and uh, that helped them do that. And then they traveled the country and, and they pulled their Airstream with their truck. I think it was a Suburban, but it was all uh, from biodiesel. And so it was just, to me, I kind of like the green stuff. Uh, I study that personally on the side. And, and just following them and their travels was really interesting. And in one of their posts, they mentioned that they were they started juicing after watching the movie Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. So I blame them for starting Juicing, yeah. Because when I read that blog post, I immediately went to Netflix. I was on vacation at the time and uh, pulled it up on my iPad. Watched the movie, and I was hooked. I, ordered, <laughs> I immediately ordered. <laughs> You're a more than hooked. <laughs> I know. So anyway, that long story short, that that led us down the road to juicing. But also, it was just the lifestyle that they were leading, and I easily could have put them under lifestyle as well because they've also, after that whole journey, they bought a small house and they're renovating that small house, making it green. And it's just an interesting story that I keep up with.
0: Right. And,
1: uh, you know, they're, uh, they post from time to time. It, uh, and usually I get an email from them because I subscribe via email. Because I got to admit, I took a pretty long digital break from my RSS feed. It's been well over a month and maybe two months from my RSS feed. Mm-hmm. So the most important ones, that uh, websites and blogs, that are really super important to me, I get through... My email. Mm -hmm. And so that was just a way for me to kind of just back off on some of the. Because I subscribed to a lot of different websites, Mm -hmm. but I really wanted it to kind of keep down to these top 20. Right. Or not even top 20 for me, combined for you and I, it's the top 20.
0: Right.
1: So, but uh, so there you have it. That's our top 20 plus websites and blogs that have helped shape our journey so far and that we still look to for information and inspiration and motivation.
0: So what are some of your favorite websites? Oh, and how do you follow them? Do you subscribe to email lists, RSS feeds, etc.? How often do you share content from your favorite websites, blogs, or podcasts with a friend? Maybe it's time to spread the love, right?
1: That's something that I'm not that great at. I get my feed in and I read it and I consume it and I totally appreciate it, but I seldom share it. And I need to, I need to do that more. Although in our world, I kind of feel like we're different in a lot of ways than, than most of the people we associate with. They don't read the same things we do and mm-hmm. and all that. Um, my brother does. I, we share a lot of things back and forth, but outside of him and I, I really don't share a lot of other things with with people. And I need to do that more. On Facebook, yeah. we do it all the time.
0: Right. It's cuz it's, it's pretty easy there. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, and but uh off of Facebook, I I haven't made that a habit. And well, I need we've to work also, on
0: that. Well, we also we've also been taking a slight fast too, and yeah. now we're getting back into it again. I think we've been able to kind of uh, you know, leap back into looking at some of those favorite websites again and maybe it's time for us to start uh, leaving those comments and getting involved too. Yep.
1: Yep. I agree. So coming up next, we have the thing segment.
0: All right, Dan, what's yours? Well,
1: my thing has been uh, our community specifically on Facebook, but also people who have been leaving comments on um, right there on the website. And it's so funny when especially on the edit and forget it facebook page most of the time if somebody has a question about something the community comes in and answers it first and they answer it better than we probably could you right. know yeah. and uh, it's just the collective knowledge and willingness to share right. from so many people that make it so awesome
0: yeah from asking about how do i go through this organizing process and you know of course i'll chime in to What's the best shredder to use? um, Or people just saying, hey, this is my favorite to-do list or app and this and that. And everybody just kind of chimes in and I love it because I learn stuff. And then I go check out these different sites and these different apps. And I'm like, oh, wow, that might be something I need to try out, too. So a lot of times they answer the questions a heck of a lot better than we can. Well,
1: another thing that is really cool there is, you know, we have our, our knowledge is based on our life here in our region of the United States. Sure. And some people have questions about either a different region in the States or somewhere else in the world. Mm-hmm. And like things when we were talking about opting out of email um, or opting out of uh, postal lists and so forth, we know how to do it here in the United States, but it's totally different in Australia or the UK or Canada mm-hmm. or China and and we have no idea how to do it there but somebody there's somebody out there from the community from those locations right. who can chime in and answer that which is awesome yeah so w- there's certain things that we're really good at i'm always reluctant to call uh, us experts on anything mm-hmm. you know but our community certainly is uh, experts on on so many different things when it comes to simplifying their lives. And we just learn a lot. We learn as much from them as I think that they get from us. What I think is
0: inspiring is that, you know, they're on this simplicity journey, too. And they can kind of express some of the challenges that they're facing or uh, different processes that they're trying to go through, especially when it comes to organizing and editing things out. And I love when they share, because it's one thing when you hear it from me, but sometimes it's nice to hear it from folks who are going through that process themselves. Right. Exactly. That's great. I I love the community, too. That's kind of partly my thing as well. (laughs) My thing, actually, is the Dymo label writer. (laughs) So I've got a little, of course, it's a, a gadget, but it's an organizing gadget for me. And we've had one in our office for a while, but I haven't really used it. Just because I just haven't taken the time to load the program onto my computer. I bought
1: it it initially to do QR codes with.
0: Right. And you did an awesome video on that, on how you can take inventory of things. But it's awesome. But I had the chance to use one at a client's house. I am going through massive amounts of paper and digitizing pretty much all of it. But there are some that I'm keeping the hard copy of. And I can't believe here I am, you know, going on four years as as a professional organizer here and that I've never really used the Dymo label writer before. And I'm thinking this thing has just changed my world when it comes to labeling files, specifically files, because I used to just use my label maker. I mean, that's like my number one go to tool, but you have to sit there and punch it you know, it's slow to type things in on a on a label maker and then you have to hit print and you have to wait for the the tape to come out. Yeah. And then you have to cut each label off and then you have to peel each label off and there's two different strips on there and then you have to line it up onto the tab and it's just kind of frustrating.
1: And so you were using your client's dymo. It's,
0: it's his, yes, and he has a double feed. Yeah which is so cool because you can have one type of tape in one side of the feed and and on the left side and then on the other side you can have, like for instance, you can have one for address labels and then one for files specifically. So I was doing just massive amounts of labeling files and it's great because it's on your computer so the software is built in there or you, you load the software but you can save specific Uh, templates that you've used and that you use frequently and it could be set up on that and so it was anyway it was super fast I mean the second you hit print boom it comes right out you peel it off there's no cutting there's no you know fat fingering it onto (laughs) your label maker because it's much easier to type on your own computer keyboard I think I mean I can type much faster and so that is my thing it has made life simpler and I have Using ours more for labeling, for the QR codes, for file folders. Well, we don't have that many file folders yeah. anymore, but <laughs> it is my thing for the week. I love it.
1: And I like that it doesn't take any ink. It's all thermal. Thermal, so, yes. It's yeah.
0: awesome. So you're going to pay a little penny for that, but I tell you, just for the label maker, compared to the Diamond, I mean, it's it's probably comparable as far as price. Actually, I think the label tape is a lot more. It's like $20 for a thing of labels.
1: For a label maker one. Yes. The yeah, the dime was it's, cheaper.
0: Yeah, it's much cheaper. And it's just like, oh, this is going to make my life so much easier. And yeah. I can just bring my MacBook Air and I can do the labels there. Oh, I'm just so excited. Well, it sounds,
1: <laughs> sounds like your thing. <laughs> getting all excited about it <laughs> all right so, <laughs> let's
0: move on to announcements dan <laughs> all right well
1: we still have a couple of slots open for our dc area meetup and we'd love to have you come join us for some great conversation and it's going to be pay-as-you-go snacks and drinks and really it's just the chance to connect with others who are looking to lead a simple life in the modern world we'll be at Latasca in rockville town square at 7 p.m on sunday 24 november and there are just a few spaces left of course, it's a free event and really just a chance for us to meet you and get to know you face-to-face, And so make sure you grab a seat before they're all gone. Just go to simplelifetogether.com dc. To sign up, just go to simplelifetogether.com slash dc to sign up or search for Simple Life Together at eventbrite.com. Finally, I wanted to remind you that if you're not on our email list, you're missing out on one or two blog posts a week and occasionally a video, too. And you can subscribe right on simplelifetogether.com over on the right-hand side. And one more thing, and I'll mention this again next week, but we are taking the month of December off from podcasting. We are going to kind of get caught up on some writing that we're doing for some other projects Mm -hmm. and uh, and enjoy the holidays with uh, family and friends. So there won't be any shows from us in December, but we do have one more show before then and it'll help get you all caught up. So you can take December to get caught up on Simple Life Together and your RSS feed and your right. podcast episodes and so <laughs> forth.
0: So as we take our, our chance to get caught up, you can take your chance to get caught up on Absolutely. Simple Life Together as well. Yep. So, okay, now remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at dot com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at Life dot com and at GetSimplified on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website.
1: So that's it for episode 50 of Simple Life Together. Thanks for listening in, and we hope that maybe you heard about a website or two that we love that you will love too. So check them out and leave a comment for them, and let them know that you heard about them from Dan and Vanessa over at SimpleLifeTogether.com.
0: And my thing was the Dymo label writer, and Dan's thing was our community. As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at SimpleLifeTogether.com slash 050.
1: So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together.